This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And I'm Mina, and we're from Tangata Tumutu Trust. And you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> <laughs> Hello to each and every one of you. Uh, whatever corner of this globe you're tuning in from, I'd like to welcome you to the Polyhood Channel 96.9 Plains FM. Sam and Tiffa here to take you into the weekend. Uh, super excited to have the brother Joseph back because, uh, yeah, I was getting real lonely doing these shows. But yeah, uh, it's good to have you back. Also, how have you been? Good, thank you. It's been a while, eh? I, I have not yeah. seen you for a while. Yeah. So thank you for holding down the show. You've done an awesome job. I love it. To me. Um, how have you been? I mean, good. Eh? A lot's happened. Um, uh, one huge thing happened. Uh, New South Wales absolutely destroyed Queensland uh, a couple of nights ago. So, yeah, up to New South Wales. And, yeah, that's all that matters, really. <laughs> So I do not follow league. I did see a lot of that on my Facebook. Uh, New South Wales beating the who are they? Queensland. Queensland like fifty points. Yeah, it was fifty to six. Uh, it's been red domination for a while, but now the blue team, like the last, did they win the last series or? No, uh, Queensland won the last series. Oh, okay. Uh, is there a reason why you support New South Wales? One reason is because I always go for underdog teams. So when I started uh, following and uh, watching, uh, Queensland were dominant. And I was like, you know what? I want to go for the underdog team. <laughs> and ever since growing up, I went for the underdog team. Right. So I've always been New South Wales. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Have you got any plans for the weekend? No, not really. Oh, shout out to my sister. It was her birthday the other night, mm-hmm. uh, early this week. I will be going to the new, the night markets at Church Corner. Uh, I believe there is going oh, to be a, a food market there where people can come in and buy some street food. Yeah, that's been, that's been happening for like since summer. I did not know. So I am heading down there first time tomorrow night. Um, have you checked it out before? Yeah, I've been there like four times because it's just around the corner from my house. <laughs> Finally, good, there's something good. on the west side of Christchurch. What's good? The crepes are good. There's um, you'll know the uh the kebab stand, and they are. Oh, I've started to see some Pacifica stores there as well, which has been really good. So, uh, but this is uh, Asian, um, Indian food. Uh, sometimes there's like a mo- mobile barber there too. Wow, cool. And yeah, there's places to get like cold drinks, hot drinks, um, desserts, just the worst. And um, not even, uh, not only food, but um, people are selling, you know, like uh, there was a guy there who had like a knife table and he's selling all different sorts of knives, like 
you know, ones that look like combat knives and ones that look like uh, the one from like Crocodile Dundee, you know, the big blade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was selling just all sorts of blades. Uh, some dudes selling artwork, books, uh, antiques. Yeah. It was, it's, if you're doing nothing on Friday, come on down to Bushin, uh, Bushin Centre in the underground yeah. car park. The underground car park. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. I was like, cool. I mm. am definitely going to got to check this one out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, that's good that you've been there. Well, you've sold it to me. I'm definitely going to go now. Yes, we'll see you there. Uh, anyone else that's keen to come? What time does it start again? Uh, I just know they're in the night. <laughs> I think maybe 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. Yeah, 6.16. Also, Tangata Atamotu Trust at the moment mm. is running their workshops for I Got You Uso is the name of the workshops. Yes, they had Casey Laulala. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. For the second one, yeah. Yep. And so it's like a physical exercise session. Uh, very soon they'll be doing uh, a kitchen workshop where you'll learn how to cook uh, healthy mm. versions of specific dishes or a health, healthy dishes to supplement a good lifestyle. Uh, it's good to see, like, man, I should have gone to the Casey Laulala workshop but um, Ada had an open day, yeah. and it was good to see the people showing up for that. So um, shout out to Tangata Atamotish Trust, still doing their thing in the community all the time. Every time it feels like I see a new program coming up for them. Mm, they've been doing a lot of good work here. Yes, always doing a lot of good work. So again, um, if you want to look up their page, the program at the moment is that's going is uh, the I Got You Uso. Uh, Pacifica Men series. Uh, so I looked that up, Tangata Atsumatu Trust. Anyway, on to Upu of the Week. And today's Upu, Sam? Is Meola. 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 What does so, that mean? Meola is the Samoan word for uh, basically animal. So uh, as we've spoken about before, uh, a lot of Samoan words have two parts. So uh, again, mea is thing and ola is alive. So it's a thing that is alive, put together, that is the word uh, for today. Meola, animal. So uh, refer to any animal as uh, meola. Meola. So, uh, rhinoceroses, uh, giraffes, pigs, chicken, uh, ole meola. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's funny because when, um, say when a person dies, you, you say that, um, in Samoan, you say "wooki," so that person has died. Oki is died mm-hmm. or die, and then. But if you refer to an animal that has died in Samoan, you'd say "bear." You wouldn't refer to an uh, animal as something that has, like the my dog "wooki." Yeah, you would say, "Oh, my dog or bear." Like "bear" yeah. means to, like almost refers like to turn off or off. Yeah, so you'd say turn off the light by saying "bele mori," but you wouldn't say "oki mori." Yeah, so, so I've been corrected like that growing up when I was younger. So bele yeah. and I'm like, "Hey, what do you mean?" Still, do it. Yeah. So that's just, yeah. I don't know why, but yeah, that's yeah. the of the week is uh, meola. Yes, animal. I've used. I've heard my dad <laughs> use it in a derogatory term. 
<laughs> when referring yeah. to to people he doesn't like. <laughs> yeah. Unruly think, people. Yeah, so I think that's um where you get like he's referring to them as like an animal. Yeah. Because you wouldn't refer to a person as a meola. Yeah. You know, so if you ever hear someone referring to someone else as a meola, they're referring to them as an animal. Animal, yeah. So yeah, like so my dad will be watching the news and he'll see like uh, you know, just like a murderer or someone like that that's been mm. reported, and a picture of that person will come up, and you'll be like, ah, meola. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On today's show, uh, we're going pretty lax. We're talking about uh, meola animals, uh, pets, specifically ones in Samoa. We are going to chime in on some of the pets that we have on that we have ourselves. Uh, typically, the dog is what we're going to be talking about. What they're used for in Samoa. So please do join us for this chat after this. To all our matua out there who want to dance and get fit to Pacifica music, join our Siva Samo dance classes each Thursday at 11am. Call the friendly staff at Tangata Atumotu Trust on 0800 727 434 for further details or to arrange for a pickup. Uh, today's chat is about, well, it's just a really open chat and something mm. that was brought up to us. Uh, it's about dogs and some more pets in general. Uh, have you got? Have you currently got a dog? Yeah, her name is Panda, and she is uh, seven, eight years old. Have you had pets in the past? Yep. Yeah. I've so had they were quite a few, you've a few had dogs. Few. Same as me. I've had uh, with my parents. I've had two dogs, one cat, and then before, like before I was born, they had another. They had two other dogs as well. Never owned a cat, though. Never owned a cat. Nah. Uh, so that's mum and dad in New Zealand. Uh, they mm. had, so totaling that up, there'd be five dogs. And then in Samoa, they said they had a few other dogs. Currently, mm. the dog population in Samoa is uh, pretty bad. It's becoming a nuisance, a problem. Mm. And uh, it's put a strain on even tourism <laughs> because really? these dogs are feral, uh, stray dogs. They're classifying them uh, are, are rampant. I think there were two hundred bite cases recorded one year of dogs wow. in a period of three months. There is a there is an APS set up in Samoa Animal Protection Service mm. yeah, uh, that is currently trying to you know come up with solutions to to stop this at the moment. But um, but in general, uh, when when I used to talk with my dad, right, yeah. uh, he said that like they love their dogs over there. Mm. And when when they had dogs, um, the dogs would help guard the plantations yeah. from intruders. Because uh, you know, open fields always open to other people coming in and, and stealing crops and and food they're trying to grow. So dogs have that, and also, Dad said that dogs were used for uh, and probably still used, like they are mm. in New Zealand for for animal hunting. Maybe your parents growing up treated your dogs differently to what society is deemed to like. How you're supposed to properly Except treat dogs? Yeah. <laughs> Except all, yeah. Oh, yeah, hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, um, 
I, I got stories that my grandpa looked after his dogs quite like um well, not my grandpa, my great grandpa. He looked apparently he looked after uh, his dogs really well. Yeah. Kick them away. When I was over there one year, um one of the dogs had um about four or five puppies. Yeah. And um I would always I would always like when I'd go for a shower, I'd take a puppy with me and I'd give them a shower. Like oh. while I was sharing, and I, and my cousins were always like, "Why are you doing this?" And I was like, "Bro, look after your dogs, man, because you never know when you might need them." Yeah. And like I was over there for about a month, and I was always being nice to the puppies to the point where like uh, I slept inside the house once, and you know how uh, the houses in some were they quite open. <laughs> yeah. So I was sleeping in the front, and I woke up to all the puppies sleeping around um, my um, my pillow, like my head. Yeah. And I wake up and they're just sleeping around me. And I'm like, oh, this is so cute. Yeah. So cute. It's so cool. And I was like, see? And then so my cousin started doing it too. They started looking after dogs. And I was like, bro, like dogs can be your best friend, man. Like they'll always yeah. be there for you. Like if you treat them right. Like they're not even allowing dogs in the house. Yes. That was a big thing, you know. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and, and, I, and I think like since they've seen me with my dogs here in New Zealand, I always have my dog in the house and stuff. I'd see their photos inside and they're doing the same as all, like looking after dogs, like have them inside the house. Mm. But yeah, before it was like, yeah, absolutely no, no having dogs in the house. Oh, that, my parents would never allow uh, dogs in their house. Uh, they allowed the cats. The cat came into the house to eat in the laundry. And mm. then when the cat finished, he would leave. But like dogs, no. Like I, I would I, like beg my mum and dad can like, we had a Jack Russell one time. Mm. And I was like, can, can Frisk it? Can he come? Can he come and um, sleep in my room? Because you know how I'd go to school and like my friends would be like, oh, my dog sleeps at the end of my bed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. And like my friends are like, nope, you're not having that's not happening. In Samoa, the, the dogs sleep nowhere near the beds, they're, they're outside. Mm. They're looking after the house. One thing I'll always remember as well, because uh, I, I used to, you know this about me, I used to work at a pet store. Yeah, oh, you do, and, hey, um, yeah. animates. So I had lots of people come in. I, I know a lot about pet food now and what dogs are supposed to eat. Um, yeah. The toys, the teeth, like toys for their teeth and, and proper um, canine health, that kind of thing. But when I think back to it, my parents did not do any of that. Like it was, they would eat scraps, yeah, um, <laughs> scraps from our dinner that we ate human food, uh, bones and stuff. Eh? Bones, yes, bro. My dog is like, you know, a family member, bro. He's a king. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. like their loyalty knows no boundaries, bro. My dog's always yeah. gonna be there for me. And uh, I was having a chat to a um, uh, a vet, a really cool dude, mm. and he was he was saying to me like it's very expensive to keep a dog alive. Like if if a dog becomes sick and it's cancerous, uh, typically his uh, balangi or pakiha clients would pay for surgery and stuff like that. They would even take out like insurance plans on the dogs and stuff. Yeah, but he was saying that uh, his Pasifika, like you know, two different sides uh, ways of thinking. Mm. The Pasifika side, like when he'd come out and be like, 
uh, sorry, the dog's uh, terminal, we can uh, do surgery. It's going to cost $8,000. Uh, would you like to carry carry on or, or we can put your dog down? Um, he said non-Pacifica normally would be like, you know what? This dog is part of the family. We would like to save this dog. Go ahead and perform the procedure. We'll mm. find a way to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> or, or we'll pay for it. He said that. He was like, Pacifica families would be like, um, yeah, just put the dog down. <laughs> I, I, I tried, uh, sorry for laughing at that. But he just said that that was just, you know, a, a different way of like, Pacifica, obviously, um, obviously it's a money thing. Yeah. But at the same time, like, uh, they, they obviously love their pets too. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, they, they wouldn't spend the eight grand to, Typically, yeah. that's what he said. If I had the means to, you know, yeah. if, I, if, if I was, you know, rich and stuff like that, I would I would easily pay like 8K for a surgery, you know. Yeah. But some people can't afford it, you know. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And like, you know, that $8,000 can go to. Yeah. Or... How many dogs have you owned? Uh, one. I think I've owned like three. Three dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as I was saying at the beginning, there is a problem with stray dogs running around to the point where like, uh, Samoa has specific rubbish bins now, like especially designed rubbish bins. Do you mind uh, explaining about a little bit about those bins then? Oh yeah. So the bins, they sit above the ground. So they're almost like shelves. eh? Yeah. So they're like people, um, you know, they're not. Uh, given out by local council or anything, uh, each family is supposed to build like a, a shelf where they put their uh, their rubbish on, and it's purely to stop uh, dogs or other animals from getting at them. So yeah, it's it's imagine outside your house there's a there's a shelf, and you put your your bins on them, and the truck just comes past and collects them. But yeah, the whole reason that why they have these shelves now is because. Uh, as you see, a lot of stray dogs and stuff get into the the uh, rubbish and create like a more like you know more rubbish. Yeah, so uh, it's the it's kind of they're way off the ground, eh? So uh, it's kind of like a pole in the middle. If you could imagine a pole sticking out of the ground, and then the, a bin like on top of that pole is the actual bin. So it looks almost like a, a, a an umbrella with the umbrella uh, sticking outwards like a bowl where people put yeah. their bins in there. And, and the Sam was saying, purely just to stop the stray dogs from going in there. And the Animal Protection Services in Samoa is saying one way they can combat that is desexing a lot of dogs. Mm. And um, they were saying that uh, that's it's just a huge issue in Samoa because a there are no like dog collars or way to register dogs and um people in, in villages can own up to like 10 dogs so they can't tell if dogs are stray or not what was it 10 dogs yeah so villages can own up to like 10 dogs like that's just typically Dogs will just roam, will stick around a village and they get fed yeah. and everything, right? Yeah. So 
all the scraps and stuff, they all belong to the, they all get thrown out and all these dogs just come and eat them. Meaning like these stray dogs eventually get inherited by these villages. So it's mm. hard to, um, to sort out which dogs are actual strays. Yeah. Which ones are um, village dogs. Mm. Uh, my parents in Samoa before they came back to New Zealand, before my dad passed away, this was like in 2018. They said that they had adopted two dogs, like two dogs just came to them and they became their dog dogs. Yeah. Like, and they called them Frodo and Sam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They came and just, and just ate there. But mm. a lot of it is also if, um, whether or not people complain about the dogs as well. If no one complains about them, then no one's really going to care. And I feel like that's, it's like that with a, a lot of villages around the islands is that no one really complains about the dogs because everyone's just so used to seeing them around. They're almost just like part of the scenery, you know? Uh, the APS is trying to do their best in controlling the dog population there. Uh, Samoa's got a long way to go. Referred to as a dog's paradise in some parts. Mm. And I, yeah. I think I'll end our, our chat on this, this joke I heard. And forgive me if it's not funny, but like I burst out laughing when I heard it. <laughs> uh, so there was a guy. <clears throat> sitting at the bus stop and he sees a, a lovely young lady walking on the opposite side of the road and of course a stray dog she's holding uh, her shopping for the day and a stray dog is coming and just following her and just kind of jumping up at her wanting to play or either get into the bags <clears throat> mm. this young lady turns around and she's like oh go away go away the dog um, stops jumping and continues to walk behind her. But again, dog starts jumping again. Again, the young lady turns around, go away, go away. And so the guy's just watching this happen for a good 10 meters. Dog mm. will stop, then run back up to her, keep jumping. <clears throat> just as the man decides, you know what, I'm going to grab that dog, pull it away so that lady can uh, just go about her her walk without this dog annoying. He goes to stand up. As soon as he stands up, the dog starts, runs up to the young lady again to jump again. The young lady turns around and goes, go away. And the poor dog just scampers off. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, where did I hear? I, I, it was crack up because um, I hit this, I think it was at a, a, a Fafafine Awards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when this guy told this joke and I, it was crack up to me. Because um, a lovely Fafafini of Samoa have their ability to do uh, to make fun of themselves, yeah, to, uh, to tell a joke like that, and then I cracked up when because our, our Fafafini look like actual ladies, <laughs> yeah, well, some of them, but with the strength of a man, <laughs> yeah. some of them are bigger than you. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that, I've heard that joke before. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, it never gets old. Yeah, I know. Tricky. Just picturing it, like, because I can see that so happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Yo. thank you for joining us on this chat for about dogs and Samoa, uh, which is a pretty weird topic, but it's something that has come up. So, yeah, thank you for that and tune in uh, with us after this. Is someone in your family suffering from diabetes, heart disease, or respiratory illness? 
contact our nurses at Tangata Atomotu Trust and we will arrange for in-home support. Call us on 0800 Bus Speaker, that's 0800 727 434, or contact us through our website tat.org.nz, that's tat.org.nz. This weekend we have a chock block uh, Super Rugby uh, matches coming up. Uh, <laughs> as you guys know, uh, the Chiefs and the Hurricanes are basically dead in the water because oh. uh, they've already lost. But uh, the Hurricanes still, and the Chiefs still do, or oh, not the Chiefs, I think. The Hurricanes have a chance, but their chance only comes if the Hollanders, uh, Crusaders and the Blues lose. Oh, okay. So the Hollanders and the Crusaders and the Blues are the only teams that are uh, still undefeated mm-hmm. uh, going into this final week. So they are the three uh, that are, uh, you know, um, in for the runnings for the finals. With the Blues sitting at 19 points in, uh, the real the two crucial matches are the Brumbies and the Hollanders and the Rebels and Crusaders. So uh, both teams have the same points, but the Hollanders are above us uh, via points differential. So Crusaders definitely need a bonus point. Uh, we just we just need to do better than the Highlanders do. So if the Highlanders beat the Brumbies and a bonus yeah. point, we need to beat the Rebels with a bonus point and beat them more by a uh, oh, point differential. Because yeah. the Highlanders uh, are eleven, yeah, have eleven points on us uh, in the points differential category. So we'll need to beat the Highlanders' uh, differential score with the Brumbies plus 11. Hmm, okay. Well, yeah, well so, I'll be tuning in for that, definitely. Yeah, and it's good because the Highlanders play first. They play uh, uh, this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Or tonight, 9.45, and then the Crusaders play tomorrow, 4.35. So we'll know after tonight's game uh, what the Crusaders really need to do. Excellent, cool. Also, a quick mention to Israel Adesanya uh, is fighting in the UFC this weekend as well, Sunday. So, yes, keep an, keep your eyes peeled for our sports, rugby, UFC, everything. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for, today for our show. Mm. Uh, I know it was a bit of a dog chat, but <laughs> yeah, if you missed any of the any of our shows or you want to re-listen to this one, you can find it on the Plains FM website or you can download it from the Sam Sefa radio page. We'd like to thank Tangata Atsumotu Trust for doing their awesome work and sponsoring the show. Uh, we will catch you Fridays 4 o'clock uh, as always, or you catch us for the dose Mondays uh, to hear us um, talk about Pacifica health issues also sponsored by Tangata Atsumotu Trust. Mm. But from Sam and I, we wish you an awesome weekend. Polly Hood. That was Polly Hood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atsumotu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz.